I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It work though. I saw the sweet spot. I opened oh, up, up the, the spot. Sweet. I saw the sweet. <laughs> yes, yes. I yes. opened up the spot. I saw the sweet. A novel <laughs> by Brooke Wiseman. Um. It's good to be here in this. Hem- oh, we're recording. Oh, yeah. So glad that was captured on <laughs> tape forever. On tape forever. Hi, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Brooke. Thank to you. To my apartment in New York, to this weather, to full darkness at it's jarring. 4 p.m. It's truly jarring. <laughs> yeah, I was not happy about it. It's like, I, I, I was like, it feels like it's 11 p.m. and it's 5. Yeah, I tried to take advantage of it last night by going to bed earlier than I usually would. How'd that go? Well, it it worked because I was exhausted. I was like, it's yeah. been dark for hours. and I was maybe going to meet up with someone last night after I saw a show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm home. <laughs> you want to come over? That and thing about meeting up, I meant uh, like, in my apartment. I was like, I'm going to call it. And I was like, <laughs> it's, I mean, I really, I was like, I'm bad at I don't know. This is what I'm, I'm going to call it. And he was just like, Great read, response. reading the room here. Uh-huh. Uh, he was like, go to bed. I was like, I'm okay. Sh- you sure? Will do, cowboy. <laughs> He's like, please go to bed. I was like, I'm not tired. <laughs> I was like, dad. <laughs> don't wake me. It wasn't my dad. Five more minutes reading. Um, Brooke is wearing a very cute sweater that I, got I would it like from, to know more about. From Hil- We cleaned out Hillary's closet. <gasps> oh, that's the best. So I got... Um, a lot of fun clothes, including this sweater. I feel like a waffle. It's excellent. Um, also, a very refined waffle, delicate thank waffle. Thank you. I'm a I'm a dessert Cozy waffle. Cozy waffle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also so this dress that I wore in engagements. My the one time I've ever worked professionally as an actor. Um, <laughs> uh huh. I had this dress from Urban that I loved, and I lent it to a friend, and they washed it <gasps> in a trunk. Oh no! But. Hillary had it and didn't want it anymore. So now I have it again. Incredible. <laughs> the right size and the right Wow, length. that's pretty perfect. Yeah, so I got a sweater and I got some flannels and I got... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, How else was L.A.? L.A. was... I ask as if I didn't just talk to you for an hour. For, yeah. <laughs> L.A. was amazing. I'm really excited to be there for longer. Um, I love the people there. I helped my... One of my best friends get engaged. Oh, my God. The photos and the just, like, joy of it all are incredible. I have them saved on my phone for some reason. Yes. Um, I wooed Fred the cat. and He's a really good cat. We went to this party um, for Halloween in Mm K-Town, which is Koreatown, for Mm -hmm. those of you who don't live in L.A. (laughs) You know, we have one of those here. It's, like, a block long, though. Yeah, I'm assuming. I assume we did. Um, 
but there was, there was like this whole apartment complex that like was throwing this party. And so it was like the backyard and like had like two sides. There was like the garage side. It feels very LA. Things that would not happen here. It feels like high, felt like high school. Yeah. So much so (laughs) that the music was so loud that they blew a fuse. Uh My response to what was maybe like, are the cops here? Uh It was, "Mm, they can't know that I'm drinking. I was like 17 again being like which is funny cuz that's the perfectly legal point part at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like we're 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 all have alcohol here. <laughs> like it's okay. It's okay that you wow. have alcohol here. And it's LA so that we, feels very like buddy cop movie. And I had oh my god, you I feel like cop. you'll appreciate it. It felt like a fucking like frat um movie because there was another That's point more like where it. some guy walked past me and he had a paint easel and he had hair uh-huh and i was like literally like very quietly to the person next to me like wow there's really a lot of bob rosses <laughs> this guy whips around goes i'm van gogh god damn it <laughs> oh my god and walks away and it was just like oh right because halloween duh it was halloween uh-huh. but i was just like oh my it felt like straight out of like a uh-huh. A movie. It was uh-huh. so so funny. Also, the the idea of a Bob Ross costume. There was were a phenomenal. lot of Bob Rosses. Oh. There was this other guy. Just really quick to wrap up my Halloween journey. <laughs> um, there was this girl who was dressed. Oh my god, it was crazy. This is a crazy story. Um, she was dressed as a composition notebook, and her friend was there, and he was wearing a white piece, a white shirt, and like green and leaves, like spinach. And we were like, oh, loose leaf paper, huh? Cover. <gasps> and he was like, no, I'm a salad. And we were like, fuck you. Say your loose leaf paper. Say your loose leaf paper. <laughs> That's genius. And then there was this guy dressed as Cruella Deville, and they were all together. And this apparently this guy and this girl, composition notebook and Cruella Deville were roommates. And basically, we see her drunkenly hug us and be like, "Nice to meet you. I'm gonna go hook up with some guy." I have this weird drama with the Cruella Deville. We don't know what it is. We're still trying to figure out if he's gay or straight because it's 2018. You can be whatever you want. Relative, relevant, relevant to this episode. So then Cruella Deville comes out and is like, "Have you guys seen my friend?" And we were like, "Oh." she left and he was like are you fucking kidding me has his keys has his wallet has his phone and he is so mad we find her on facebook or whatever and we call her but he was i was like this is insane wow the drama of and then other Lily people and i were like we're gonna help you problem solve this but we have to go back to the party <laughs> duh you got um, roped into something you were not responsible but i was for. also like i'm hungry for drama yeah 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 it's fun when you can be right on the fringes of it without being personally invested um that yeah i had a beautiful time i love la i'm very excited to i'm so excited for you i missed everybody a lot yeah missed you guys oh yeah yeah my yeah. friends we missed you We'll learn to live in sorrow and fear until you day to um, And then I arrived home yesterday morning at 6 a.m. to a mouse toy hiding in my bed because my brother is a, an asshole. <laughs> wow. Wow. I was like, I, I almost was like, <laughs> I, yeah, at 6 a.m. <laughs> but I would have deserved it. I just sent them a very mean text, the two of them. Good. But Cutting. I was like, I'll murder you in your sleep. <laughs> As you have tried to do to me. <laughs> like the most thing I wonder when they thought of that. I wonder how spontaneous it was. You know? I think Alex had hit it for Alex. Who is who, you ask? Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, hi everybody. everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat, the podcast, where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex, sex in, in the, the city. city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. I love the podcast. I do too. I missed it. I missed it too. Yeah. 
Partially because it's a guaranteed Brooke hit for me. Same. But, but for Bridget. um this is a quite the episode love is a charade and isn't it uh i love a charade (laughs) yeah take another take another sit of this old air cigarette Mm. um I like the phrasing, though, because we are known on this pod to say, I love a, or she Sh- loves a, or Charlotte loves a. a they all charade. love a charade. <laughs> a good old game of charades now. Um, just like really quick before we dive in, I feel like I just hogged the first seven minutes of that. Oh, I asked for you to hog it. I know. And how about a hand for the hog? <laughs> Ooh, how about a ham for the hog? <laughs> Ooh. Um, how was you looked? You looked amazing on Halloween. Oh, thank you. I was surprised it worked out because it was really two loose concepts. But it really went. And we took like four photos. Um, shout out to Alex Catlin. <laughs> I was trying to go for the the photo where she makes the like face when I think it's when Mandy Moore gets the ice cream uh-huh. shoved on her. Sure. Um. And that was not the face I made, but I think I conveyed the spirit. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun. Was that the only costume you did? That was the only costume I did. That was the only night I celebrated. Mm. Remind me to tell you another story. Mm. Oh, I was telling you that I saw three shows last week. My Fair Lady, which was gorgeous. Um, the Share The Share Show, which our friend Dylan worked on. And it was we very, very fun. And... Um, I saw Kyle's show on Thursday oh, the little with floof. ASG at the little floof. He's so he fucking so, charming and good at what so, he does so and talented and, good, and good. Yeah. And so good. I know. I it saw was him a joy yesterday. to see him. Of course you did. <laughs> Got to get your dose when you're back. Well, we saw the uh, play last night. Oh, fun. What'd you see? The new one, the Mike Birbiglia show. Oh, I'm getting tickets to that. I'm yeah. so excited. It's I really... love him very, very, and very much. And then we like much. chatted with him for like 45 minutes after. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's he's, really exciting. He's cool. Yeah, I was at a – um, last year I went to – almost a year ago exactly, actually. I went to um, Chris Gethard's career suicide when he oh, did it here. Kimberly directed that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, which was amazing. But amazing. Mike Birbiglia was sitting a f- like a few seats away from us, and it ended up – I was telling you earlier about the My Fair Lady farce, but it became like – the way the bathroom was situated and what ended up happening became this like extended like 10-minute bit that audience members kept participating in without really realizing what was happening. And Chris just kind of had like given up control of it and was like, it was so fucking funny, but it was the craziest audience experience I've ever had. Yeah. And I hope Mike Perbiglia remembers that fondly also, because Um, I just kept thinking about what a fun thing to see your friend do. It was so funny. I loved career suicide. That's the whole bit about therapist names. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Oh my God. Liz has no idea what's about to come into her oh, office man. on Wednesday. But like, I, I feel like it's like a, a good jumble, you know? Oh yeah. I just like think whenever this one human being comes like up again and I'm like, you're never going to. Oh yeah. Cause I was, never I went in, guess. I was like, I was freaking about this thing for this one reason, but <laughs> guess something completely what? It's like that turned out fine, but imagine what would have happened. Life She would have, I think she would have been like. You can't do that. I, yeah, no. <laughs> I think you would have known, but also that just would have been the most impossible situation of all time. Ooh, don't you love how vague we are? Mm, mm. That's why you listen to this podcast to sort of know abstract concepts mm. and people you've never met's lives. Or people that you do know and you want to know more about. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, this episode, I have a lot to say. Me too. Clearly we have a lot to say. This is what happens after a week of not being in constant contact. It's not, not constant contact. 
I know. I was like. But just not saying you. Not saying you. Um, I had something else to say. I don't remember it. And that's for the good of everyone. So. Um, I love a charade. I love a charade. Here um. we go, folks. So they are in this ever expanding galaxy called New York City. There are certain heavenly bodies one orbits around every day. And it's a piano player. And, and they all look so cute. They do. They're at like a kind of jazzy, lovely bar. And it's Nathan Lane. It's Nathan Lane uh, playing piano and singing. And he says, I usually do this number at home in a pink caftan and a Peggy Lee wig. Like you've never done the same thing after three daiquiris. And he's just like literally being the most nathan lane nathan Lane. And everyone around laughs in that gentle, tinkly laugh. And it's like, this is funny, but we're all so rich. And he and Carrie like clearly love each other. And he was like, my famous friend is here. Are there any other kinds of friends? And he. Little Miss Carrie Bradshaw. Introduces Carrie Bradshaw. And then they sing again. He sings again. And I'm like, this must be like in the throes of the producers. Yeah, I'm sure. Um. And he comes oh. over and they just make fun of Charlotte. It's really funny. Well, he says that he and Carrie are reminiscing on how long they've known each other. And he says, let's put it this way. The cats were just kittens. And Charlotte's like, what? Because she is no Brooke Weissman. <laughs> she's waspy. And he's like, cats, cats, the musical. And she's like, oh, I love cats. And I'm like, this is a whole bit about cats. I and have to tell you. make fun of her. When this woman walks in, uh-huh. I gasped aloud on the subway because I was like, are you about to give me Christine Burnett. Oh God, can you imagine? I'm like, you're giving me. Cats. Also, can you imagine you'd forgotten that? I my love of Christine Baranski was not certain true, present true. when I was 11. for like a one-off guest star. <laughs> okay, but you've seen it since. Yes, true, but yes. true, but true. Um, very fair. So Bitsy von Mif- Muffling walks in. Oh my God, they play the wordplay in this one just so hard, so, so much. badly. And there's even a worse one later. <laughs> yes, many, many. And so Samantha introduces her, reintroduces herself because she worked a party for for Bitsy, who's like a money museum, someone, and she. And they make fun of Charlotte. Charlotte about they're cats. like, they're like, wow, I can't believe someone actually liked cats. And Charlotte's like, I'm, I'm fumbling. <laughs> and Nathan Lane keeps doing that Nathan Lane thing, where he's like, Maddox. Yeah. Comedy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke's doing a good wrist hand thing, which is <laughs> very accurate. Um, and basically. Mitzi tells them that she's, she's getting married. Or, or she's, she's engaged. Married. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one, same thing. And weirdly, she doesn't say we're engaged because then they say, oh, to who? And to he's whom? Like, it's me. And then Carrie full out cackles it's amazing and then she's like oh you're serious and then they kiss tenderly and you know from the minute that they walk away exactly what the comment is going to be because it's nathan lane again being his most nathan lane Mm -hmm. like the most flamboyant version Mm -hmm. that he could Mm -hmm. be which is just him and they're all sort of like i thought he was charlotte of course leans in and she goes i thought he was gay and oh because he goes (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Broadway has to go and tinkle before I tinkle. And Miranda's like, that has to be the gayest sentence ever uttered. And then Samantha's thing is she must be, he must be marrying her for the money. And he, she, Carrie goes, she doesn't, he doesn't need money. He was one of the original investors in a chorus line. And Miranda's <laughs> basically like, I stand corrected. Uh-huh. That's the gayest thing. <laughs> in 1998, Bobby so, Fine announced that he was going to sell his piano bar downtown. So we get some backstory on Bobby. And go volunteer with some Nicaraguan orphans. And the orphans are still waiting. So we find out that, like, he doesn't really come through with things. So this isn't, she's like, Carrie is convinced that this wedding isn't going to happen. And then the next cut is her holding up an, an invitation. invitation. And they're at a 
brunch again. Everyone's casually dressed and enjoying Sam- the day. Samantha's like, okay, the big question, where are we going to stay? And Carrie's like, well, no. this the question you're asking, honey? And she flops her hand yeah. around in a Nathan Lane impress- impression. And, uh, yeah, so Miranda's okay, so Mar- yeah. like, this whole love thing is a charade, a facade. It's a, and I, she's like, I just want them to be honest with like us. We're adults. Like, we just if, we want companionship. Well, she, well, specifically, she wants Bitsy to say, I'm getting old and I want companionship. And she wants Nathan Lane to say, I'm gay. I, I, um, I'm too old for all the hot men. And so she, like, really has decisively, they are all certain this is a sham, for better or for worse, that there have to be reasons other than love for this marriage. And so apparently Stanford and Marcus have a house in the Hamptons, so they're going to stay with Which them. I'm like, what does Stanford do? I could not tell you. Yeah. Did we ever know? We did. We must have in the, like, introduction day of day one, <laughs> orientation to sex in the city. Day one. Enter Stanford Blotch. Enter Stanford. He works at fill in the blank that we don't know. I'm sure that he does. Yeah, okay. So somehow they afford a house in the Hamptons. And Samantha is bemoaning that she broke up with Richard before Labor Day because he has a beautiful, a fabulous house. Um, And then Charlotte, nope, Miranda drops the charade and says, I wouldn't go to this charade if you paid me. It's there's, like a there's a pink, pink elephant. suede elephant in the middle of the room. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about this. Except for you, offensive ladies. And Samantha says, all married people stop having sex eventually anyway. And Miranda goes, um, are you serious? Like, you've had sex with so many married people. And Samantha's like, that's how I know. <laughs> Carrie says, and this, I think I want to talk about this. Carrie says, that's just companionship. But how do you how do you want to be with someone without the Zaza Zoom? You know, the butterflies in your stomach. We're going to come back to butterflies 75 times. When you not only love them, but you got to have them. She's like, isn't I the just, Zaza Zoom what gets you through the years? I just can't believe that the whole crux of this episode is based on Zaza Zoo. It is. I just, the it amount is. of times they say Zaza Zoo yeah. without truly like defining Zaza Zoo, just like Zuby Zuby Zaza Zoo. Yeah. Zippity Zooza. Yeah, it's I'm just like, like non- I was like, I cannot take this seriously. But even though I think this is like a really interesting question that she's asking, I'm just like, I, it's, she keeps saying it. And then she's like, so isn't that what, isn't the Zaza zoo, what gets you through the years. And then even once, if that, if that fades it, at least you have the memory of the Zaza zoo. But (sighs) I want to talk about this though, because I think Carrie has it totally backwards. Mm -hmm. I think companionship is the thing that gets you through yes. and respect and like that deeper kind of love. Yes. And I think, I think it's a good thing to have a healthy sexual life for as long as you both want to. I think to, it's less about sex even and more like the, the, the whole butterflies of it all. Yeah. Which like, yeah, I definitely agree with I that. I think that comes in waves. I, I agree. And in different, like if you're spending your life with someone, you're both going to grow and change so much and your relationship is going to grow and change so much. You know, I have to say, despite love being a charade for me Uh right now, I'm really into love. I know. And engagement is like that, especially your best friend and being part of it. I'm just like, this is how I felt for days after my, I was in my friend's wedding this summer. (sighs) I was like, Oh oh my God, I get it. I'm like, yeah. People are going to spend their lives together. They love each other. We're celebrating them. And I'm just like, I don't even care that I'm desolately alone. <laughs> Something about like caring for other people. And, and But I'm like, okay, it's I have two, a year, two years to, to find a lover to bring to this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can do that. I have faith in you. I think you're right. It's about the, the wanting to like, <laughs> just like 
them making you kind of like light up and fizzle in that way. Also yeah. never apologize for being happy about love or just happy or just like loving your friends or just, we need more of that. Also it's past like, who knows at the day this comes out, what our political future looks like, but I hope just you voted. Know, yeah. If I hope you, you didn't voted. vote, I'm going to vote tomorrow before again, I voted. This matters because we either will have or you won't have amazing. Well done. I just, I so hope that, this comes out on a day where we all don't want to just roll over and you know do you have plans tomorrow night to um oh i hadn't even thought about that i'm drinking yeah i want to drink yeah they make you fizzle and they make you light up in that way and you are a team and all of that but yeah but also like they fill you it would be really helpful if carrie ever defined what zazazu actually meant but she doesn't and i think the idea that companionship isn't it is like kind of the opposite of reality from what i've heard people who are in successful long-term adult relationships talk about few and far between but they do exist in my life um miranda just wants people to be straight with her i think that's how bitsy proposed to bobby okay charlotte decided to be straight so this has escalated Mm -hmm. rapidly since Mm -hmm. the last episode and charlotte is admitting charlotte was having casual sex and violently kicking Harry out of her place. And now she's like, I think I like him. I think I'm dating someone. It's ridiculous. He's, he's so not bald. my type. Miranda and says, is he heterosexual? Yes. But he's not his type and he's bald. But he's bald and, and he's, short. And he's hairy. And he's, he talks with his mouth full and his name is Harry, which is awful because he's so hairy. It's really sweet. She is the sweetest I've ever seen her in this episode. Except which I also l- such love. a bitch. She's a huge bitch, but it works somehow. It's really funny. It's and they're up. like, okay, so the sex is bad? And she's like, no, it's the best sex of my life. She's like, I think I really like him. So they're eating pizza. Harry and On Charlotte her bed. are eating pizza in And bed. she keeps trying to put a napkin under him and like blotting at the pizza grease before she eats it. She looks amazing, though. Just she looks just amazing. Imagine? And he's like, Dude, babe, I am the Hamptons. I own a house on the bridge. And she's like, oh, I don't think I can go. My bikini body is She's not embarrassed ready. to be seen in public with him. And he's the... like, no, you're a knockout. And she's like, I can't be seen with you. You're back. And he's like, I'll wax my back if you come to the wedding. With me. Because he got invited separately because yeah. he's, you know, his own. Oh, because he handled Bitsy's divorce. Yes. He's so sweet. So he promises to get his back's backs waxed and he just like takes her shit so well he does and he's like she he grabs at her and she's like don't touch me you're greasy and but like, and then he pulls her down and makes out with her anyway and here's the thing too like she protests but she doesn't protest he he pushes back on her in the exact way it turned out she needed yeah. even though he feels like crazy lucky to be with her i kept waiting for the shoe that's going to drop to drop though and i was shocked it hadn't come up earlier because it. she hadn't been serious that's why anyway we'll get there so carrie's writing however in the absence of sex whether that's the arrangement or just what happens after a few years. What distinguishes this companion from your many other companions? So that's the thing, too. I'm like, they do kind of equate it with sex. And you're like, that's not really what you're saying. Is but a it relationship is. a relationship without the, the Zaza? Basically like, well, you know, why don't you just marry your best friend? Right. And so right. should we yeah. discuss? I'm like, And oh. then they're talking about Zaza Zoom again. There's so oh, much Zaza Zoom. God. God. Zazazu is spelled Z-S-A-Z-S-A-Z-S-U. Zazazu. With a hyphen in between each of those. It reminds me of that. Did you watch Mad Men? Oh, like a season. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, yes, ideally your best friend, your partner is your best friend mm-hmm. and you, but like the romantic love, the like, what I'm going to say is the Zazazu, like this attraction mm-hmm. is like what distinguishes like Kyle from like 
the person I eventually will marry. Right. Because I'm like, sure, if Kyle and I decided, Kyle, I'm just <laughs> deciding this for us, decided to get married. You know, Kyle and I have a, a of course, marriage pact. The person I have a marriage pact with, I changed my mind. We said it really young, <laughs> 30, so. Whoa. I know. God, we were so naive. We were so naive. But uh-huh. not to take this away from no, me. No, no, please. I interrupted you. Um, I just feel like, yeah, we would probably have fun and we would fight and like have all, but like, I don't know. That's like not what I'm, I did have a conversation with Dylan Pager about mm-hmm. this where I was like, if the Handmaid's Tale shit starts to happen, I was like, I can marry Dylan. Oh, yeah. And I told that to him and he was like, yeah, I think we'd have a nice life together. Yeah. I was like, great. <laughs> so I guess I have one with there Dylan. There you go. Yeah, but I was yeah. just like, huh. <laughs> I like literally was like, I was like, <gasps> if this happens, who do I marry? And I was like, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's like, it's, it's like all the extras. It's that stuff you can't really name that makes someone different than but that, just a deep yeah. companion, you know? But uh, yeah. They're saying like, is a marriage just like someone that you can, like someone like that? Someone mm-hmm. that you're just like, oh yeah. I mean, I guess like we wouldn't hate each other. Yeah. And basically like, should we judge Bitsy and Nathan Lane for doing this thing we have all decided they're doing? Just because we think something about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore about her too. You yeah. Know? And so now we have Samantha who's on the phone with Richard. No, she just calls him and leaves a voicemail, which is oh, the yeah, best sorry, part. Sorry. No, it's okay. She leaves him the, a th- she's basically like, our pathetic relationship was essentially a, a, the closest thing either of us will ever have like, to oh a my marriage. God, I forget. If, does she like propose marriage here? But no, she doesn't. No. She just is like. She's like, so basically I think I should get something in the settlement. And uh, what I'd like that to be is a weekend at your house in the Hamptons. Uh, you aren't invited. I'm having a party. You also aren't invited to that. Thank you. Goodbye. And I guess he says yes. I guess he says yes. Another couple of exes were working out their summer share. So Miranda and Steve. Steve has fallen asleep on her bed. He's been napping with Brody and she's hot and she looks hot. I think Cynthia Nixon might be pregnant here. She might be. And she um, lays down on the bed next to him and he's like... I want, can I get him the last bottle? She's like, I can do it. He's, he's like, like, I like to do it. He had all the boobs and now he and, it used he and to I be have all, this bottle thing. It used to be all breasts and now it's me and him. We, we got, got our, our bottle thing. thing. <laughs> and he brought lax over. She says, did Magda bring those? But no, Steve did because he likes the way they smell. Ma's garden in Queens. <laughs> and Miranda smells them and then rolls over and, and then rolls over and then kisses him. And they have sex. And... Oh. Look at the way they're looking at each other. I know. They're so... They're, she, she like, touches gorgy. his face. And then rolls over. It's very thought about. And She's like, wearing heels in bed. It's crazy. It's they just, confusing. like, don't have a conversation. Mm-mm. And she's like, it was, it was the smell of the baby, the smell of Steve's skin, or the smell of, of the, the lilacs. lilacs. And they but have that afternoon, Steve went from X to sex. Horrible. I'm sure they've used that before. And, and then, then she's angry like, about it. Ugh, I slept with Steve. Somewhere between friends and lovers. Somewhere between Manhattan and the Hamptons. Uh, they she, look so cute. Carrie's like, that's why you decided to participate in the charade, because you're fleeing. <laughs> Miranda's like, I am the number one fugitive. Perhaps it was the Zaza Zoo. She says, no, we're out of, we're out of uh, like the what I knew was happening and into the gray area. I hate the gray area. The gray area is what like, so much of life is, and that's I the know. shitty thing we keep having to learn. Yes, you're right. And <laughs> Carrie's kind of giving her shit for like being happy, and she's... um. Samantha is um is meaning like, facilitating like meaning this party. she's giving her shit for being grumpy about her happiness yes because yes, she yes. kind of like has all these lovely oh, things yeah, because and then she's Carrie's like, kind of like oh the thing Aw. that's bothering you is that you're happy yeah and 
Samantha is inviting all these A-listers to this party. And so Miranda can't bring the baby because he has a shitty diaper, which ruined her lunch. And she's not going to have it ruin her party. <laughs> like, Jeez. She really has no tolerance for the babies. None. Um, and Carrie is getting ketchup. I knew it. The second that motorcycle pulled up, I was like, here he is. Duh. I wondered. So she is squirting ketchup and, uh, who should get off a motorcycle somewhere between Manhattan and the Hamptons, but Jack Berger. And he like reintroduces himself to her and she's like, no, I know. And she has, she squirted ketchup on herself when she saw him. And he's like, do you need a a tourniquet out of a hot dog bun and the twig? He's so cute. He's so fast on his feet <laughs> and cute. I know. He's very taken aback and by he's it. And like, she's like, I didn't take you for a motorcycle guy. And he's and like. And then she like tries to seductively lick her lips. He's like, I'm not. It was a reaction to my breakup. Which, if we remember, um, uh-huh. Berger conveniently left out important information about his relationship. The, f- the first hour of meeting her. But yeah, true. And, and then now, Carrie learned and was crushed. And all she wanted was them to break up. And as she said, it was exactly what I wanted. And he does this really cute fucking thing where he wipes the ketchup uh-huh. off her mouth while he looks at her pretty intently. <sighs> Burger with a side of single. I was like, I'm sorry. Sorry. She just going well, to pause it one more time uh-huh. because I feel like a single burger uh-huh. rather than a double would have been a better uh-huh. joke there. I said uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, it 100% is a better joke. Yeah. Someone fucking hire me <laughs> in 2003 or whatever. And she says, well, you look good on it. And he's I like, was no, I look like this. And, and he like, like looks scared. Kind of makes fun of himself. And he was like, I was driving and a bug hit my, when my, my visor. And I'm still shaking. And so they're so cute. And then she calls him an uneasy rider. And he like, he like laughs and Ugh. then like cuts it off halfway and kind of glares at her. And it's, it's hot. very cute. And she's like, my friend is having this pool party tomorrow. You should come. And he's like, and oh, he, I heard about that. And she, he says, that's quite a place. I pass it on my way to the house. And then he's like, I'm going to go get a soda. My throat's kind of dry from all the screaming inside my helmet. He's so dorky. <laughs> he really is. But so quick on his feet in the way I like. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, oh, you're um, emotionally damaged and, and witty. Uh-huh. Sign me up. <laughs> Chill. A little self-deprecating. Mm. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got a good glare. Oh, yeah. Come inside, we. <laughs> oh, guys, I forgot to say the most important thing at the beginning of this, which now I'm sad because he'll miss it. <laughs> R.I.P. R.O.B. rose from the dead the day after Halloween. And not only that, what did he rise from the dead to tell me? That he is happy he's flat famous <laughs> because I fully forgot he occasionally listens. What he told me was he um, ran out of Shark Tank to listen to. And he said, you know, I find the f- first five minutes very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> this is over Instagram. First contact we've had in like two months. So did you guys see each other? No, nor have we talked about it. Actually, I think his birthday was yesterday. Aww. Oh, Rob, there's H-B-D-R-O-B. no chance you've listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> just know it's here for you, HPDROV. I might just send him a link to this part of it. Wow. Amazing. Ghosts who haunt each You know who uh, ghosts each other. Bridget sent me a really funny text other. about it. Oh, Grim man. Grim ghosts come out to socialize. I mean, they got to get... <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> You guys, oh I also boy. look like such a little troll today. I love it. I but that, that I don't, an elegant troll. No. A troll who learned how to knit some nice ass sweaters. <laughs> He's just like really into the I sweater. Am. You look great in it. I'm wearing dresses like full up the gremlin. sweatpants and a socks over mm-hmm. my sweatpants with my sneakers. I'm wearing a full sweaty grout fit. So. A sweaty grout fit. Sweaty grout fit, baby. <laughs> anyway, the anyway, next Anyway, so morning. sorry to derail that. I just <laughs> wanted you all to know. So Samantha's Ugh. at the house, like, directing tables and shit. And these three 
20 something like i the casting call for this is fascinating though because none of them are actually cute mm-hmm. they just had to be willing to get their tits out at some point and i've seen gifts from this that i thought weren't actually from the show i was like this must be kim cattrall and something else because they seem shocking but basically these girls show up and they're like where's richard and she's like um i have the house for the weekend and they're like oh he says we can come whenever we want we're gonna go by the pool and Sam- samantha's like you can't be by the pool i'm having a party and they're like see you later it's so annoying. Samantha looks incredible. She does. Samantha is also rocks pissed a bold print. that she that Miranda brought the baby. She looks like uh, she belongs in a Scooby Doo remake right now. Samantha, Miranda, yeah, Samantha. Samantha, like and a gorgeous. Miranda's one. like, I put him in Ralph Lauren, and he has a cork up his ass because <laughs> she brought Brady. And they're like, Who are those? Those double D's because they're by talking the about A list, and it's uh huh, right, a contrast. right, right. A contrast. Oh, God, I love a good contrast. Uh, My favorite tool on Instagram. Um, So Samantha's not happy they're there. That baby. (laughs) And Carrie's like, I don't know why you broke up with Richard, even though, because Samantha's like, Richard apparently told them they could hang out here. He's like, what's a little lying and cheating when you got a pool cabana? So then the girls. Didn't you say no babies or no boobies? Because the girls have taken their full titties out and they are big and they are, uh, some of them, fake and or that's what we're told and they are sunscreening themselves they look fake yeah definitely so charlotte is wearing a bucket hat and and harry's wearing like a hot tommy bahama he calls it a a tiki shirt i think he's like it's not tropical it's tiki my dad oh my god wait this is actually perfect harry is maybe not the the physical demographic but tommy bahama for the slightly overweight lawyer who doesn't want to dress up, but knows it's inappropriate to dress down. <laughs> Incredible. Tommy Bahama. Tommy Bahama. My dad loves a Tommy Bahama. Incredible. Yeah, he rocks a Tommy Bahama, so. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Florida, you know, so. Um, That's all. Basically, she's just, like, griping on Harry for every little thing. She's like, please stop saying tits. And then she she says, well, I wish you would tiki it off. And he says, ooh, I thought you would never ask. And he doesn't. He has all these splotchies on his back. Poor Harry. Poor guy had all his hair ripped out. And Charlotte is like, oh, Ew. my God, you're back. <laughs> you must have had a bad reaction to the waxing. She's like, oh, yeah, I thought I felt a little itchy. Just so she, earnest. And she goes, ew, suddenly a little hair isn't looking so bad, huh? He just has such an unending sense of humor for her shit, you know? Um, and So Carrie and Stanford, who also knows Nathan Lane and Bitsy, are, they're all hanging out together. Can and, you imagine if it had been Christine Bransky? Oh, my God. Kind of. In front of all these, in front of this whole crew... Bitsy goes, Carrie, woman to woman, the sex is amazing, which Carrie and Stanford are making eyes about. It's also just funny because you're like, it's not woman to woman. You're just saying it out loud in front of a bunch of people. I know. It's so serious. And then they're making out and kind of moaning a little and bit. And then this very uncomfortable scene where Mark, Marcus comes Marcus, over. Yeah. Oh, Stanford's boyfriend. I actually have a funny story about this. Yes. So a, a guy that I used to work with at Flywheel, whose name was Sanford Marcus. Uh-huh. Wow. They are named, Marcus is named for him. Basically, he Whoa. says, um, because like he knew like one of Darren Starr, one of the writers. And so like in homage to him, their names are Stanford and Marcus. Oh, my gosh. My friend Stanford Marcus. That's amazing. I hope that is true. <laughs> I hope so, too. But Stanford is also a pretty unusual first name. So I can yeah. see that being fun. And Nathan is like, who ordered the Adonis? And it's just very Bitsy weird. Bobby, this is Nathan my Lane is like, yow, 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 yow. And then he's like, I, I would, I could chip great cheese on and these like, abs. And then, yeah, great cheese. With his hands which on him. Which is arguably the most insane thing I've ever 
just like scene. Also, also just, just like, like don't put your hands on another person's bare body, you know? Yeah. And Marcus is taking it like a And then he says champ. he is. He just kind of smiles and then he like smiles and looks at Stanford and uh uh Bobby says, "Put a shirt on before I marry you." And Bitsy like laughs, 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 laughs. And he's she's like, "I haven't had a com- carbohydrate in months." And he's like, "She's itsy bitsy." And I'm like, <laughs> "Someone gag me." Yep. It's this whole episode is written exactly like that. So he walks, so as they walk away too, he squeezes Bitsy's ass and Marcus and Stanford and Carrie are well, Ka- left. No, Carrie and Stanford start like dishing about what happened and like making fun of it. And Marcus is like, well, maybe he just makes Stanford's her laugh. like, it was so obvious that she wanted him. He wanted him. Yeah, exactly. And Marcus goes, yeah, Carrie's like, what is she doing? Yeah, he's just like super earnest. He says, maybe he just makes her laugh and shrugs. And, and then Harry is like eating ribs and as they walk it's just like uh, she's like it's so crass to eat while you walk and she's like and you have sauce on your face and he he kisses kisses her and he's like like, no you do too and she clearly like for some reason just like he doesn't it makes her giggle too she's just like being such a bitch i think he can feel what's under there you know because the way she react when she if she really was like doubling down on it and was like don't touch me i don't think he'd put up with it but like she laughs and gives into it every time he does that i know it's interesting it's like i feel like i know when i really like someone is when i'm like embarrassed about every single thing that they're doing yeah yeah in a weird way which is like maybe makes me sound like yes no i get that a hundred percent oh my god no. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, I, I know exactly what you mean. Ugh. But also just the way he's making her, like, giggly like this, I haven't seen from her, well, really. No, because of Trey. Yeah. Trey sucks. Trey sucks. So, uh, inside, Kim Cattrall is... Asks, Do you think Richard ever slept with any of those cocoa butter bitches? And Carrie's like, no, no, no. And then... And then Burger shows up in the yard looking, like... The opposite cool of everyone else there. Yeah. Rider. Motorcycle helmet cool in hand and jacket on. Rider. And uh, Kim Cattrall holds up a serving platter so that Carrie can check her hair. It's cute. And she's like, and then we cut to, they've like been sitting around. out. Yeah. Out in the grass. And out like front. The butterflies. Moments later among the butterflies, I felt butterflies. This is not the last time we're going to have this metaphor. So like butterflies are flying around and then they're talking about their exes and Carrie sort of talks about Aiden and Burger just gets super weird. Well, she goes into this whole it's not just about Aiden because at first they're like joking about um exes and she she starts telling the Aiden story. She's like, "Well, we broke up for the second time last year and then Yeah, and there's like a cute banter about it. And she's like, We hadn't sufficiently hurt each other enough, so we had to do it again a second time. Like they're really bantering. But then she goes into this like uh, you get to a point, and at this point, it's we're not dating anybody crazy. So every time it happens, it's there's no really, like, phew, thank God. Yeah, there's no dodge that bullet anymore. And you can and tell you that wonder, he's just like he's like firing her and spiraling a little bit. And she's like, and I, you get to a point where you're like, how many of these can one person go through? Uh, she's she's right about it too. But for someone who's also fresh out of a breakup, I think he's like, well, clearly she doesn't want to get into anything, and maybe I don't either. Yeah. I think it's as much about that as it is about Aiden. It's about this whole concept where she's like, she's like, you need a helmet for there should relationships. be a yeah helmet law for relationships. And he's like, well put. And then he's like, I gotta go, bye. And then he almost falls off his bike. Well, he like pulls his jacket out from under her, and she like falls over, and there's a little it's physical. And he's like, ha ha, gonna drive me six hours to drive two miles. Gotta go, gotta go. He like could not get out of there. Nope. Fast enough. And he yeah he yanks it out from under where she's sitting, and she's like, sorry, I hope there aren't grass stains on it. 
He's like, oh, it's fine. It's old. Uh, bye. <laughs> he like puts his helmet on. Is like his jacket's halfway on. <laughs> okay. Visor down as he walks away from her. He is truly putting up the walls. Apparently, it's a short road from commissary to misery. And I'm just like, and he like, and then he almost falls off. She's also holding a parasol for some reason. Uh, and she, she, she just. And I'm like, like, yeah, okay, thumbs up. And like, he all zooms men are, off down all men the road. Are boys, boys, just boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, boys. Boys. Big old baby boys. Baby boys. So Samantha walks into the kitchen, and the food's going out on time, and she's happy. And, and the girls are, are in, like, where are the snacks? It's also funny because they just don't look like teenagers. They I don't look think like, they are teenagers. Okay, good. They look like 25 age. Yeah, okay, fair. And she's like, yeah, it's Richard's fridge, but I stocked the fridge. She's like putting literal lemon juice in her hair. And the girls are like, please, you're just jealous, you know, of our, and because she says some comment about them with their tops off. Um, And they're like, jealous. And Samantha picks up a melon. She picks up two melons. And is like, like, no, I'm not jealous. I don't look, I'm just dying to look like And then they say something snarky. Maybe if you did, you'd be out here with Richard. And they walk away. And then in this, they they high five, five, go snap. And Samantha Samantha chucks a melon at them. a cantaloupe and it goes through the window and shatters it. I don't know what she was hoping to do because if she'd hit one of those girls, it would have been, they would have gone through the window. It would have been like serious bodily harm. She looks shocked by it and then laughs and, <laughs> and tries Carrie to put goes, the other evidently, one away. Evidently, people who borrow glass houses shouldn't throw candles. <laughs> the next morning, they're at Stanford's house. That's where they're staying. And Miranda's like, oh my God, this food's amazing. These plates are amazing. How do, how do we marry gay guys? And it's just like, this is a bad thing to be talking about. It's just more of the same, like, you know, it's, I don't know, all of the, what was the, what was the phrase? Um, like the gay best friend concept that we were talking yeah. about like two episodes ago where everything is just like the most base level 2003. Yeah. Like Carrie's like, he, the burger went away so fast. He left skid marks, literally Literal skid marks I can show you because of his motorcycle. And there's a lot of great bucket hats in this episode. There are. Miranda loves a bucket hat. I was emotionally she, slutty. She says, I know what I did. I revealed too much too soon. And I was like, I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm a Carrie. <laughs> I do that. And I also know that I get, I like am harder on myself about it than I need to be. I had a moment um, when I, where I was like, I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I regret it. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I, I regret use it, it every time. Sometimes I use it as a defense mechanism too. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, well, this information about me makes me look mm, like stronger than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not strong. Mm-hmm. I'm weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm just going to agree with all of that. Just you're weak. You've got no resolve. Weak character, weak body, weak heart, no passion, loves nothing. <laughs> I wish you could all see the acting that's happening across <laughs> from me. I just kept going because I wanted to see what she would do next. Uh, Carrie. Emotionally slutty. And... It wasn't me. It was the Zaza Zoo that made me crazy. Betsy Von Muffling, fine. Might have the bright idea. Maybe we should stop looking for a great relationship and settle for a fine one. They're all being such bitches about this. Like, you have no idea what's happening. And you've all just decided that they're both settling for something fine. I would do the same thing. I mean, I know. I do the same thing. Well, that's why it made me uncomfortable because it made me think about how much I do this in my life. <laughs> but they're all we're being also bitches. younger. It's true. It's true. But I think it's just a good thing to remember that, like, you never know what's on the inside 
of what's relationships happening for other people. Relationships are private. I'm yeah. really proud of Pete Davidson on SNL. He said something that was like, relationships are private. They don't always work out. She's amazing. Please leave me alone, basically. Well, that gives him about 1% back of the 99%. He plummeted. Yeah. Ugh. Thank you, next. Thank you, next, an anthem. Um, I'd marry Steven a second if he were gay. Which is like, um... Wait a minute. And you, that, and also, like, you were the one who earlier was like, I just want everyone to not lie. It was sort of like, you want to marry Steve. Yeah, I know. Also that. Um, in a heartbeat. So what's stopping you? Well, everything would be so easy. So a gay area instead of is better than a gray area. She's like, uh, I'm going to. She's like, again, fleas. I'm going to get more coffee. She says, great coffee to Stanford. And Stanford's like, I know. And Carrie's like, Stanford, you've done the thing we're all trying to do. Amazing house. Amazing boyfriend. Amazing job. And Stanford goes, please. We haven't had sex in months. We haven't had sex since we bought XYZ China. And it's like. And Carrie laughs and she's like, oh, I'm so relieved. And there's no real further. The Cynthia Rowland China. And it's just sort of like, oh, like. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a thing. Um, and then we cut to a really lovely wedding ceremony. Yeah. With heartfelt vows. And they're making snarky comments throughout. Pink elephant in the room. Stanford's like, I'm listening to the bride and bride. And, but Harry makes a snide comment, too. Yeah, he makes something about um, something tells – Sam says something tells me Bitsy isn't doing fine. And, and that's, that's a little, little piece of information, information. she's, she's been, been von muffling. muffling. And the friends are like, hmm. And they're all like, hey, this guy can make a joke. And there's like a – they do vows, and it's really it's nice. It's very sweet. And it's very sweet. They're a funny pair. Um, but they kind of – clearly work together you know i don't know there's no real resolve like whether there's or not no real you're resolve. just like oh i guess this is real i guess this is what they because we're meant to believe that like this whole episode like we're gonna find out that, that they're all right and right, we don't that it'll fall apart no but i think that's kind of the the point of it and that moment from marcus where marcus is like maybe he just makes her laugh where you're like this can be maybe it's not your idea of it but it's clearly they're doing this thing i don't know i'm still a cynical little bug I mean, I'm cynical about everything, but how much has the show asked me to <laughs> believe in and care about? <laughs> I can fall for this marriage. I'll fall for anything Nathan Led does. <gasps> and so now we're at the wedding. Weddings are, I'm so I mean, excited. Uh, the, the reception, right? We're at the reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Harry's dancing. looking for Charlotte. He's and like it's dodging so through the crowd. Cute. It's very, very cute. And then he starts, he finds her and from far away, he's kind of like miming for her to come dance. And, and she's like clearly like. She's a little not sure about it and kind of is she's both like is he looking at me and also like he's looking at me i know Miranda's like i think you may have sold this one a little short she's like with a little time and the right is stringent who, <laughs> who knows? knows and he who comes knows? up and he says there's nothing on my face nothing in my teeth i'm sure you'll hate my moves on the dance floor but that is the risk every man must take and so they go to dance and she's like harry i have she's to tell you something um Carrie first says, it's too bad I blew my only chance at a boyfriend this year. Miranda goes, you want to hold my boyfriend? <laughs> and Carrie says, no, I'm going to go drink about it. No, I'm going to go get another slice of cake. And if anyone asks, I've had two, two slices, not, not three. three. So then Miranda's like, Brady, should we call dad? And they and do. tell him we miss him. And so then there's like a weird moment with like. Well, the voicemail pulls up and then I think Miranda's like, oh, well, Brady can't say anything. So it's just me leaving a voicemail to tell him we miss him, which is just me telling him I miss him. So she, after the beep. Hangs up after a few seconds. And then, like, Brady, like, grabs for the flowers. And they're like, lilacs, which are the same ones that... And we're she, like... Because she had him smell them, and then she puts them on the table, and he grabs them back. Don't be afraid to catch feels. <laughs> feels in the shape of lilacs. <laughs> and, 
And, and she looks beautiful. She does. They hey, all do. Hey, it's me, Steve. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. I want to do, hey, it's me, Brooke. So Nathan Lane comes up to Carrie while she's eating cake. And he, he also kind of like insinuates that he knows everyone thinks this well, about them. Well, he goes, them. can you believe this wedding? And you're like, he's coming. And then he's he like. Goes, I remember when we just went to these things for food. And Carrie's like, I have dinner rolls in my bag. And he hears his song going. And Bitsy comes looking for him. And he raises a glass. And he says, there's my girl. And then he turns to Carrie and he says, whom I love, whom I love, in case you had any money riding on it. And Carrie says, not a penny to her credit <laughs> with a wave of her head very gracefully. But I'm kind of like, they're fully aware of what everyone's saying about them and doing it anyway. You know, whatever it is. And, and then it, the dance. song is, if that's all there is, then, then let's, let's keep, keep dancing. dancing, which is like sort of a downer song. It for is. A Everyone's. Yeah. Then the dance montage that comes next is very slow. Miranda <laughs> comes over and goes, because Samantha's like putting orange in a drink. She's like, oh, she's got a piece of fruit. She's not afraid to use it. <laughs> I love that. I she love says, them. Look, I'm just glad that Brady wasn't the biggest baby at the party. <laughs> it's a fun dynamic. She calls them Richard's party crashing pussy posse. What do you call Zaza Zoo gone bad? And Miranda goes, Zaza Ooh. And I'm like, these are two phenomenal actresses forced to say Zaza Zoo uh-huh. so, so many, many times. times. Drink Samantha every gives time her the appropriate Zaza look for Zaza, Zaza This is an iconic Carrie outfit as well. It's so bad. And it's, it's horrible. so 2003. It's like a bubble dress that's just the same shape. It looks like shape. someone literally took a shower curtain yeah. and, and just put it. elastic at the top and at the bottom. And, who? and her hair is terrible. Oh my God. This is like the height of 2003. It's like Straight. little, like a bump it at the top. Mm-hmm. And then straight and flippy and just bad. Hairspray to all hell. And who, my sweet Bridget, emerges from the crown? It's very like Claire Danes and Leo finding each other through. Sp- oh, my God. Speaking of which, you like you love John Mulaney. Yeah, as course. we all do. Oh, I saw. <sighs> did you see the did you see his post with so. her? The framed thing that she had written that's like dated from like eight years ago. No, I'll look at it. after. Uh-huh. I'm going to show you, but it's important. Um. As Carrie leans against a pillow and like adjusts her footing, so we know she's. Oh, but we alone. have like a funny moment where they like make a comment about the creme brulee, and Stanford oh, yes. says to Marcus, "Like, oh, the creme brulee being hard Bitsy's enough." Bitsy's like, "This night was amazing. I just, the only thing was the top of the creme brulee wasn't hard and enough." And Marcus laughs about it. And, uh-huh. Okay, and then cut to yeah. the crowd yeah. emerging. We're parting. Wait, it's burger. You, you cut yourself off because I interrupted you, but Stanford's like. The top of the creme brulee not being hard was clearly not the issue at this wedding. And or Marcus giggles, he and giggles we're like, okay. And then Ugh. there he is. He just like stands cuts next to through her. the crowd and finds Carrie. He's and just like a little Soshiakis, and I love mm-hmm. that for him. And he also knows it's a weird thing, and he's but he also handles it so much better than anyone else has handled any of these uncomfortable situations with Carrie. He's like, I actually, I promised I'm not party crashing. I got lunch in town earlier, and for some reason the groom invited me. He's like, shall we dance? He grabs her hand. And he's so cute. He's so cute. He leads her out he's to the dance floor. He's got his shirt unbuttoned. Oh, God, he's a cute. I'm literally cutie, cutie. just like. So Charlotte on the dance floor is like, I want to tell you something. And he's like, what? Do I have to wax my eyebrows? And he's, she's, she's like, like I'm, I'm falling in love with you. And he's like, I've, I've been, been falling for you since the day I met you. And you're like, this is a great moment. And then he's like, but I'm Jewish. And he, yeah, he says, you're beautiful. And I'm Jewish. So, so where, where can this go? go? And she's like, this I is don't... the this is the Jewish shoe I was waiting to drop. She's like, I don't know. Let's see. And he's like, I have Charlotte, to marry have someone Jewish to marry a Jew. It's really important for Jews to beget Jews. Well, because it's matrilineal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his children wouldn't be Jewish otherwise. Um, and she says, what do we do now? And he says, I don't know. 
Well, she also is like, look, if Bitsy and Nathan Lane can marry each other, you know, like, why can't we just see where this goes? And you can tell that it's important to him. And he's like, she's like, what do we do? And he goes, dance. Apparently we dance. Charlotte had the Zaza Jew. And Carrie and Berger are dancing. And he's like, you're very quiet. And he's like, and she's like, I'm going to stay that way. <laughs> I'm a Carrie. Like, yeah. She, she, see, one tactic doesn't work. And she's like, well, I'll, I'll do the opposite of that. And he laughs and he's like, look, I totally freaked out yesterday. And then I thought, and she was like, then you thought what? And he says, maybe we should go on a date before we break up. Oh, 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 right Straight to the heart. To the heart. And just acknowledges like the whole, everything about the conversation somehow perfectly, you know, just like, and it also acknowledges everything between them that like, validates her feelings I'm like I'm like you're a boy you're a boy and I would be frustrated by you but you're also a man Mm -hmm. (sighs) and I mean a 24 hour turnaround with this girl he doesn't know and he goes and finds her and yeah oh yeah oh yeah he's danger territory I love him yeah same here do you see and I love yes I do (laughs) I do I do Miranda and Samantha are dancing, and it's really cute with the baby, but it's also such slow music and such weird music Some to dance people are to. settling, and some people refuse to, to settle, settle for anything less. Pan out. Dot, dot, dot. To butterfly, CGI lilac bush. And, yeah, good CGI. A CGI for... butterfly lands on a lilac, and you're just mm-hmm. like, gag me with a spoon. Mm-hmm. End mm-hmm. of season five. Incredible. Also, at one point in this, there's a, what is it? They're talking about something that's like, dot com like you'll never buy that thing in a store again that happens at the beginning they're talking about like books or something and i was like wow this advanced quickly <laughs> i mean everything is expediting mm-hmm. that's the end of season five i'm just kind of sad about it but also i'm like how the hell are we gonna so wrap much this happens in? in season six jeez we're narrowing in on so many things including the name of this podcast the name of this podcast marriages, the name of mr big the name of mr Do big you know? no I've never known. That's I've kept exciting. that one though. I I haven't like looked it up or no, anything because in the beginning you were like you're not. You're ever also. Gonna I feel like you're also can't. gonna be like that's it's gonna be like Jonathan or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> David. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I, I know. I don't expect you to. There's that thing where out of the like top 100 like top countries CEOs, you're like seven of them are women, and it's like okay, cool. And then it turns out 20 of them are men named John. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> there are almost three times as many men named John in this position as so just women. <laughs> so statistically, high chances. high chances. And this show's writing could be more interesting in moments, so I wouldn't put it past them. Hey, yo. This was Plopability. Who did you relate to first? Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, Samantha. No, just kidding. Mm-hmm. Carrie. Oh, I've seen you break a couple windows in your day. <laughs> bare fist i will throw a melon at you <laughs> um no. i will ill melanate you i feel like that was not good out loud in my head it seemed like it would be eliminate melanate melanate which is what i ended up saying but it's not very good melanate Um, oh boy. Melon. Melon. <laughs> anyway, cantaloupe. Why did the honeydew and watermelon run, uh, get married in a church? Cantaloupe tonight. Because they cantaloupe, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Whew. Carrie. Carrie. And I'll, honestly, I feel like a little bit of Charlotte. 
mm-hmm. I've definitely like had that where I'm like, I am so embarrassed by this mm-hmm. person that I like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, which is a good sign, I think, for that. Which is also like, why? and also that feeling though of being too like delighted by them for the, you know, like for the embarrassment. Like it only goes so deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a different kind of. I know exactly what you mean by that. It's that squirmy kind of like, ooh, did you do? And other people are like looking and seeing you do that thing too. But I uh, yeah, I think I feel pretty much similarly. And just I also get a little bit of Miranda, which doesn't surprise me. Me too. I kind of feel like not even in a like doom and gloom way, but I'm I'm kind of I feel like in that moment before she and Steve hooked up. I was like, I can almost see myself in a relationship like this someday where it really is like, I didn't find my person, whatever, but I'm like close to someone or I have a kid or whatever. I just was like, I don't know. Maybe this will be the. You don't know how their story plays out. Well, I do know how their but story plays out. You don't know out. how their story no, plays no, out. No, 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 I don't. I, but I just mean like it, devoid of context of what I know or don't know about that show in that moment where she like comes into the bedroom mm-hmm. and it's like almost that perfect domestic scene, except they aren't actually. Yeah. I was like, hmm, that feels real to me in some very, not that I think that specific thing will happen to me, but. Um, Popability, I would say. Most of it, probably. I feel like it would just be handled better. I think it would be written better if it was on TV. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the, the like, using gay people as a punchline is like not really a thing that we do anymore. Not like, yeah, no. Um, Not without deeper, better context mm -hmm. and smarter writing. Um, is that, is that it? Delties, oxies, downsies? Or is there anything else you want to say about the episode? I don't think so. I, I think we talked a lot about it during. I'm excited for season six. Yeah, me too. I'm really, I'm interested. Yeah. We will, um, we owe you some things as holiday gifts, including a Shrek's in the City crossover, it's some other things. It's happening. And we will also let you know what our plan is while we go to a long distance relationship, which, you know, I said I'd never do again unless it was for, for good reason. And this is the only good reason I can think. So. I like cannot think that far ahead. No, I know. But we will we'll not figure leave it out. you hanging. So anyway, we're back for now and we love you. And what would you like us to do? Would you like us to continue having a podcast long distance? Because yeah. Also, if you would like to hear us keep talking about things after this show, talking and thinking about that so you know the yeah. evolution of splat i Let think um know. ari called it sploof the other day <laughs> sploof <laughs> splat becomes sploof i'm I was like, here for funny. that yeah me too. Right. delta ups downs um yeah my delta ups downs <laughs> delta ups downs my delta down is straight up it was fucking dark full dark at 4 p.m today which seems even earlier than this happened last year because i know daylight savings is always jarring it but happened to me while I was in the sky. Ooh, crazy. So I landed an hour earlier than I was, like, so I landed at five instead of at six. Spooky. Because of the, cause the, the yeah. time changed in the year. Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, 5 a.m., what a beautiful time. <laughs> it is really the nothing time. It's just like a weird, it's like a liminal space no matter where you are and what you're doing. 5 a.m., you know. I didn't mean beautiful, ser- seriously. I would take pretty much any other time of day over five years. Oh, really? Yeah. I got to watch the sunrise from the cab. The sunrise is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in LA. what wouldn't have happened to you without daylight savings. So Sunsets in LA are unparalleled. Yeah. I can't wait to see them every yeah. day. West Coast, baby. Mm. Um, my, and I'm um, also just tired. I think it's just the season's changing and stuff, but even I'm trying to get more sleep and even so, and like sleeping so much on the weekends, but. Um, my Delta up is I'm like 
doing stuff at work, <laughs> which is kind of crazy and very overwhelming. But the only way through is to do it. And I'm kind of like, oh, this is how people learn how to do these kinds of things is by doing them. But it's kind of like a terrifying, exciting ride. And um, your nails look amazing. Thank you. I did them last night. I'm really proud like, of them. They're stunning. Very simple. But, I'm but like pleased. just like a beautiful job. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anytime you want me to do yours again, I know. you know, nail salon bridge is open. Yeah, um, maybe I had something else, but I don't remember. Uh, last week I've been better about cooking for myself a little bit. Um, I made crock pot chicken and dumplings, which was really good. And yeah, thank you. Crock pot though, which I'm going to do a lot more of. I think it's always crock pot, but can you send me the recipe? Yeah, it was good. But I sent, um, or I took some in a mason jar to work because that's what we have mostly as Tupperwares. And I went to get my lunch kind of late at like 2.30 from the fridge. And I was like, where's my shit? And then I realized there was a sticky note. And someone had accidentally knocked it out of the fridge. I honestly just felt terrible that someone had to clean up glass and <laughs> like, but it's basically like pot pie, you yeah. know, but like looser. <laughs> Loose leaf pot pie. <laughs> Loose leaf pot pie. Um, anyway, so I'm trying to do more of that. And if anyone has inspiration, inspiration or crockpot recipes or i don't know just talk to us <laughs> um i had another delta but i forgot um and that's really it i'm glad work weirdly is like my really stable thing right now even though it's not really stable so i'm glad for that um you um my delta up is my tattoo yes i'm hoping it's i'm like i'm like do you see it's so beautiful <laughs> not you obviously yes you see. um i got a tattoo of a crow on my arm and I love it. It's very beautifully done and very simple. It's weird right now. I have the plastic on it because mm -hmm. it's so thin. I got to skip the like bandage aquaphor nice. stage. Nice. So I just got to this like plastic thing I have to keep on until tomorrow night. And then I'm going to take it off and I just have to put lotion on it. Wow. Um, it's but a good I'm time to get it but too because like, you'll be bundled. It's this weird thing where like I'll bend my arm and like the plastic will like uh -huh. and I'm like what is a weird feeling <laughs> um, but I love it and it represents to um naming fears to get rid of them and I can tell you more about it if you reach out to me it's gorgeous I'm not gonna bore you with that yeah um and my delta up another delta up is obviously Lauren and Lebo getting engaged mm -hmm. that was really it's so exciting amazing um and my delta down honestly it's like I'm really excited to go to LA, but like when I think about not having like the people, my New York people, I like get really sad. Um, yeah. And just like, it's all starting to like feel very real, but I'm really both very excited about a potential life there mm -hmm. and also very sad to leave my wonderful life here. And I feel mm -hmm. very lucky that those are both true. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to worry about that yet. And my other, my Delta Down is truly the darkness. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like, it's like a switch flipping in my body. I'm like, I'm grumpy. Emotionally and I'm spiritually, looking like nice. Yeah. I'm just. I have to still every day. Oh my God. I have to, I need to get some like real ass tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. H&M has them for like three for five right now. Mm. Um, Delta's up, Delta's downs, check, check. Um, it's just the final thing. Um, how can I find you on social media? You can find me uh, 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 on Twitter 
I'm sorry. I didn't talk about the Wicked Halloween special, which oh. uh, I have a have lot. Have you watched it now? I've, I've watched all of them. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the shtick in between? No. I just watched the, the individual part. videos. So please, again, uh, I'm not going to bore you with my thoughts, which I have many. <laughs> which everyone is here listening to for a reason. Please, again, reach out. I will talk to you about it. <laughs> you know we'll have some takers on that. I, I hope I do. Um, Sorry. Social media? Ma'am. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say something. Can I just have like a thesis? The the tension between Kristen <laughs> and... <laughs> so, she literally, she was like done with it. And then I asked for that and she snapped to attention and put her fingers together. And it was amazing. The tension between Kristen and Idina was palpable. Yes. What my was favorite, that? My favorite part was at the very end. I'm sorry. At the very end. So... I asked for this. The original alphabet dress is on display in the Smithsonian, right? Very exciting for Adina Menzel. Also, remember that Adina Menzel won the Tony for Alphaba, not Kristen Chenoweth. She did not win for Glinda. There's a lot of tension there. Uh-huh. So, first and foremost, during Popular, which was the craziest performance I've it ever seen. It was bonkers. It was just like, please, just like watch. It, it's just unwatchable yeah. almost. But uh, but you kind of have to watch it. <laughs> at the end, she goes, I literally can't stand it. And I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. Kristen Chenoweth is so aware and so bitter still that she has paid homage to her Tony winning role, Sally Brown, in Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, for which she did win the Tony because I can't stand it is a lyric from My oh, New Philosophy. My and like maybe that isn't the case, but I felt it. I was like, she's doing that on purpose. Wow, that's really It was very bizarre to I me. I would never have made that the pentatonics of a group that is famous exclusively mm-hmm. for singing acapella music was accompanied. Yeah, very there weird. There was like a beatboxer and a drum. I was like, very this strange. makes no sense to me. Finally, again, so the dress at the Smithsonian, and they're like, fun fact, where's the wicked dress? And it's like, in the Smithsonian, Adina turns to Kristen and goes, Kristen, whatever happened to the original Glinda <gasps> bubble dress? And Kristen's like, well, I found it in a box. And uh, it's on display at the Kristen Chenoweth Center for the Arts in Blumfuck, Oklahoma. And I was like, what? What? But like, yes. So, yes. Was I in a rage throughout most of it? Ariana Grande was perfect. She was. Um, other things, I was like, sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. This chick is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When they all came in out and sang for good, did mm-hmm. I start to weep? Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. That was lovely. So, you don't need to reach out anymore. I was so not expecting to see, um, oh my God, I can't remember her name. Come from away. Jen Kalala. Oh God. No. She's not there. Who was it? I couldn't tell from afar and I thought maybe it was her. Same haircut. That's why. Damn it. There was a Julia Murney moment. There was a Jennifer Laura this Thompson moment. This demonstrates how much I know about these things that I. Anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Sorry. So you don't, you can apologize so many times for something I explicitly asked you you can continue to reach out to me if you want to know more about this. Um, but that's, I'm going to table that. So back to business, Bridget, Mm -hmm. social media marm. Mm -hmm. How could I find you on social media? That's me. Social (laughs) media marm is indeed. That's what I should have gone for. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm Mrs. Burt Macklin. You're so funny on Twitter. Thank you. That means so much to me. It's kidding. truly amazing. Sometimes really? I like get re-intimidated <laughs> by you on Twitter and I'm like, wait a minute, this is, that's a huge honor. Honestly. But I'm, I'm like, wow. Also, it's crazy that you were ever intimidated by me. Crazy. You're so cool. Oh my God. You've always been cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, confessions from a teenage drama queen. Here I they can't are. believe that. Uh, <laughs> um, confessions from a teenage drama queen. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Instagram, Bridget, I'm 37. I've been slacking, but there's some, there's some shit there, you know. Um, Brookie? You can find me on Twitter. I'll hopefully I'll stop slacking. <laughs> um, at- We're opposites. You're an Instagram queen. 
and I'm much better at Twitter. I'm like a Instagram like handmade. I don't know if any of you have checked out our Splat Instagram recently though, because Brooke has made a couple of things go viral. Which is Kim Cattrall seems to be Kim Cattrall books. and Brooke. Yeah, she really does. Um, yeah, Brooke Wise, Brooke underscore Wiseman, and you can find me on Instagram posting pictures because that's what you do on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Um, at Brooke Wiseman, stories. no underscore, and if you put an underscore there, I she will show up and give you her full PhD thesis on I'm the Wicked. I love when the, when they align. Um. Yeah, I will give you On a full wicked, uh, breakdown. Um, celebration. Play minute by minute, moment by mm-hmm. moment. Um, collectively, we are at Spot Podcast on Twitter, Gmail, Instagram, website. Yeah. If you are someone who is good at websites and wants to help us like fix our website. We'll pay you a little bit. We'll pay you a little bit and we'll make you something delicious. If you just want to spend even give us a consultation you know just we like to chat. i have a mental breakdown every time i go on squarespace <laughs> so please help yeah please um hey thanks for listening please rate, rate review, subscribe subscribe we love you we're ready to embark on season six we'll have some fun people we'll maybe have some people come back for some repeat hits yeah maybe um, some new friends maybe some new friends we love you we love you we love you you're perfect you're perfect Get some sleep and um, find the sun. Vitamin D. Yeah, I was going to say, get one of those lamps. No. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.